You know, uh, God's word is so good and it's good all the time. And, uh, and hopefully you're getting the sense of how special of a place this is and how special of a time this is. And I thank God that we are together in this place. Uh, and so I just have a short message uh, titled, Here We Stand. And uh, it's just kind of a, you know, we were doing this sermon series, Time with Jesus, and we wanted to honor that message. But I also wanted to speak to just a moment about this whole idea of, of reformation. Maybe some of you don't know what that is or what it was, uh, but uh, I wanted to speak about that. But I also wanted to speak about our, our time together for 25 years. But I'll start with the question, where were you in 1994, 25 years ago? What, am I off? Okay, okay. I mean, I was like uh, 19 minus 25, okay. So, uh, you know, and you might think about that, where, where the Lord had you in that place. And uh, I remember exactly where I was, because uh, there's proof of it, right here. There we go. So... Uh, senior year of high school. And uh, now for those of you who are younger than me, then you're like, man, that dude is old. And those who are older than me are like, man, what if, that, if he's old, okay. Well, anyway, so uh, my high school sweetheart, Raquel, um, uh, who, uh, you know, I tricked into becoming my wife and mother of my children and so very blessed and very lucky. But, but uh, 1994, I just remember thinking, man, uh, what am I going to do with my life? Where, where am I going to go? Where God, what, what might he lead me to do? And I, and I didn't really have all that idea. And I didn't know that at that same time, God was planting seeds here in Colorado Springs, that one day I would be part of this incredible group of people that want to grow in their faith, that want to serve God, that want to be with his people. And so uh, that dumb guy up there didn't know anything. Um, but by the grace of God, here we are. And, and you might very well ask the question, where are we going to be 25 years from now? But I'll tell you, there is beauty and there is power in remembering. Um, I'll confess something real quick. I, I wasn't sure what I was going to wear today. I was, you know, I, as a guy, I don't usually have that problem, you know? Um, <laughs> you know, but, but literally I was thinking, like, should I be dressed up and do the clerical? Will that freak people out? If I don't have it, will it freak them out, you know? Um, and by the way, if it does, you're wrong either way. Um, anyway, but um, so, so I thought to myself, what, what should I wear? And it was kind of funny because, you know, my wife had very sensible answers that were correct. But I still, yes, thank you. It's a good save. Um, and so, but anyway, I fell asleep and for whatever reason I was still wondering. And I never wonder about this stuff. And I had a dream. And my dad, who has, has been with the Lord for 19 years, came to me in a dream. And I hugged him. And it was a good hug. It was a I miss you, dad, hug. And I was wearing this. So, I'm wearing this. <laughs> but I started to think, man, maybe, maybe that's God working on me and my brain and what it means to remember. And, and sometimes we can make a mistake. We can spend way too much time in the past and not, and, and not let it go. Uh, but then we can also make the other mistake of never looking ahead and never thinking about the future. And both of those are wrong. So when we look ahead, there is hope and there is renewal. As great as it is uh, to hear Mark come up here and, and lead, it is equally as great to know that we have Shannon and we have a whole worship team, right? That there is a then and there is a now. And that just because it's not then anymore doesn't mean that that's bad. 
right? And that there's a way that God is working in our hearts and our lives and our families. And that's powerful and it means something. As a matter of fact, if we were to look back to the Reformation, that's exactly what Luther was experiencing. He wanted to reclaim the past. He wanted to say, yes, there is good and great things about our history and about our tradition. There's a reason why there are altars and there's candles and that means something. But for some people, it can become devoid of meaning, and therefore, we need to look at change in the future. Luther did not set out to start a new church. He set out to just reform and correct what he felt had been lost. And we know that's true. In this whole sermon series, we talk about what we lose when we don't spend time with Jesus in our own sin. And if you remember, when Romans was read just a few moments ago, um, there's this wonderful verse. But now a righteousness of God has been manifest apart from the law, though the law and the prophets bear witness. All fall short and all uh, have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. You know, Luther for a time hated God. He really did. He was scared to death of him. And he said, love God. He's perfect and, and blameless. And I'm not, and so when I'm in his presence, I'm only aware of my own inadequacy. I'm only aware of my own brokenness and my own sin. I don't belong here. I don't belong in his presence. And yet, this passage from Romans, it put on this light bulb for him. And it reminded him of a truth maybe he had forgotten or never even known, and that is we are righteous through Jesus Christ. His life, his death, his resurrection, that's where we have identity, that's where we have purpose, that's where we have life. An almond uh, uh, blossoming uh, from a dead stick. That's what Christ does in your life and in my life. Now dare I ask the question, how old will you be 25 years from now? You know? You don't have to answer it out loud. <laughs> You know, and don't point to your neighbor either. You know? uh, but isn't it wonderful to know that your days and my days, our life and our ministry are all in the hands of God Almighty. That he's the one who knows the number of our days and the hours, where we'll be and what we need to do. Why? Because he's with us and because he loves us and because in Christ Jesus, he has no limits to these things. So what's the 25th anniversary all about? What we're gonna be doing here in a few moments as we eat some uh, barbecue, and I am acutely aware that I'm between you and barbecue. Um, I wanted to do just a couple things. We want to give God glory first and foremost, right? That's, that's what celebration should be about. But also make a memory. So, you know, for the whole year, we're gonna be celebrating the 25th. That's important, it's a big deal. God's faithful, God is good. And we're here together in this time, in this place, to do something with that, to capitalize. And so I pray that God would both enable you to do this good thing and that you would know that we're going to do it together in his power. To the praise of Jesus. Amen. Amen, amen, amen.